We always say this in video announcements. Pastor Todd says it from behind the pulpit. As we get bigger, we need to get smaller. You know, when you understand the, the purpose of community, you will understand that it's literally the hand of God bringing you into connection and destiny. Sunday after Sunday, people come into the church and they leave. Or they come in on Wednesday and they leave and they don't connect. They don't take the time to really get to know each other. You see, many people are facing situations in life and feel alone. While, while they're sitting next to someone who actually went through the same thing and the Lord Jesus Christ brought them out of it. See, in this building right now is the blood-bought, blood-washed Church of Jesus Christ. And when we come together, there is nothing that can stop the church. That's right. When you look at the Tower of Babel, when that thing was being built, God said to these worldly people that there will be nothing that they cannot accomplish. How much more when we come together in the power of the Holy Spirit under the authority of Jesus Christ's name can we accomplish more? We can accomplish so much more. Future husbands and wives meet in this church. Generations change as they go forward, as they, you know, destinies are shaped in this room. Quick testimony. My wife and I came here nine years ago. And in this, in this church, through connection, I have met some of my best friends. I'm talking about people that you can call no matter what time of the night and they will go to battle with you. And it started out by, yes, people coming and communicating with us, but it also came by us reaching out to people. You see, in those connections, God can bring you to your destiny. See, if I'd have just bought into, man, churches are the same and, and, and it's mean and all these things, things that I went through, I would have never noticed what God had. So I told Pastor Todd this a, a long time ago. You know, it's like growing up in church, I always felt, it seemed like, okay, I'm not saying this is the case, but it always felt like I'd, I'd feel that shepherd's rod on my head. But when I came here, I would feel it under my, my arms as I would be picked up and say, man, keep going, keep moving forward. You know, Brother Francis said that this church is a hospital for the hurting. And I, I, I believe that with every ounce of my being. That this is a place where you come in hurting. And then you become a nurse. You don't stay in the hurt. You become a nurse. Then you become a doctor. And you're helping people as they come through. Praise God. Boy, I feel it. No one in this building should go unconnected. No one. Destiny connects us and strengthens us. See, our destiny is to be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. And God will use the people around you to make that happen. If you want to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, get married. You'll start to see some things like, oh, I didn't, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I just knew we were meant to be. We, we finish each other's sentences. And I'm like, I hear you. You know, marriage, marriage, our, 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 our marriage is such a, it's from heaven. I'm like, thunder and lightning comes from heaven. <laughs> you know, when you have two people that get together 
and the truth, the true person starts coming out and you start to start giving and all that. That's when you're being conformed to the image of Christ. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience. <laughs> I love my wife. But listen, Satan knows that if you stay isolated, that he can bring on frustration and attacks from the enemy. See, Satan's strategy is to divide and conquer, but God's strategy is to connect and empower. Satan knows that there is power in unity. That's why he's always trying to rush you out of here. It's like, oh, that's good, man. Hey, how you doing? Bless God. Oh, great service. And you're on your way out. But you got to stay to connect. And the Lord dropped this verse in my in, in in me when I was studying. I said, "Man, what do I what do I discuss when it comes to this?" And Isaiah sixty five verse eight says, "Thus saith the Lord: As the new wine is found in the cluster, and they say, Do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it. The new wine is found in the cluster. Why are you bringing this up with community?" When you look at what the verse is saying, let's look at wine. In the Old Testament, there was the word yanin. When you read it in your Bible, it says wine, but it means grape juice, jelly, jam, and it does mean fermented wine. But all of that is said depending on the context. For instance, grape juice has healing properties in it. Even to this day, you know that it does. So Paul would tell Timothy, have a little wine for thy stomach's sake. So when you read wine, you're always thinking, oh, man, it says we can drink. But I want to explain to you here, it's talking about the new wine. In wine or grape juice or juice, there is healing properties. New wine can heal from bitter waters. See, if Timothy was drinking this water, it was alienated, it was hurting his stomach. So Paul would tell him, drink some of that because some of the resveratrol or whatever was in it or the vitamins were in it and it would help his stomach in healing. I said that to say the new wine can heal your ailing body. Your new wine, the new wine can heal that longing that you have to connect. It depends on the context. Jesus would use this wine, this grape juice, to talk about his blood. It's a picture of his blood that connects in covenant. See, Jesus is all about connection. He wanted to connect with us. And then it brings refreshing, right? Don't we need refreshing from time to time? We need healing. We need refreshing. We need celebration, Right? When, when you get together, you celebrate. The Bible says that no one puts wine into old, new wine into old wineskins. Why did Jesus say that? Because there was a church coming. And that new wine represents the new covenant, which represents everything that we need. God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And when we're part of a, a, a local body of, of a church, you will see all of these things begin to flow. The new wine is in the cluster. Now, the cluster is connection, community, togetherness, family. Listen, a, a cluster of any fruit grows great when it's in a warm climate or fertile soil. I believe family life is fertile ground and a warm environment. So when you get connected, you are literally getting into a cluster, which Satan hates. 
Because he wants to isolate you. Listen, due to woundness, weariness, offenses, there are a lot of lone grapes in the body of Christ. You pluck a grape off and you just leave it on cement, eventually it will dry up. A winemaker in Australia explained that the very best wine was made from juice that is produced simply because of the weight of the grapes on top of each other. That tells us something. We're stronger together. We need to get involved in each other's lives. I know that there are people that are dealing with things. But if you would understand that God wants to use your mouth to speak to the person next to you. That God wants to use your hands to heal the person next to you. Listen, you may be sitting in this church tonight, drying up, bruised, cut. The life is draining out of you. Listen, get with your brothers and sisters and allow them to absorb that bruising that the world can take on, put put upon us. See, the kingdom of God is not about how good you can socialize. It's about your ability to allow God to love people through you and receive love from each other. Isaiah 65, 8, it says, do not destroy it for there is a blessing in it. Destroy means to be marred, spoiled, corrupted. Uh, You know, that's what Satan wants. Why do you think depression is such a big deal? You isolate yourself. You don't, it's like he, he bombards you. If you get into a group, if you get connected to people, you always have that brother or sister to come along and say, come on, man, keep going. God is for you. God is moving. God wants to do great things, but Satan wants you plucked off and thrown off to the side. My question, what blessing is in the cluster for you? See, staying connecting, connected, impacts you when you feel like giving up, when you feel like throwing the towel in and you have to wait, muster up all the strength you can to just get to church and you come stumbling in and then the power of God starts flowing as worship comes. Then the next thing you know, you're raising your hands, tears are in your eyes, the the word of God is preached and you feel uplifted and you can walk away and you say, man, God touched me today. You know how he did that? He used people to come around, and you know how God reads your mail through messages and so Oh, you know how, you've been there. You won't get that if you don't connect. Listen, I, I don't believe for one second that anybody in this church doesn't want to connect with somebody in this church. You know, that's what Satan does. They, you come in and they're like, man, Satan tells you, just sit right here in the back. Don't say nothing. Don't move. And then when you're done, you, you get out of here. You got that pot roast. Don't forget that pot roast. You know, the saints are coming on. And what that does is it, it makes you think, okay, well, I got to go. And meanwhile, God has a, a word for you. God has somebody, uh, a Miss Clara. Come on now. God has a word for you where she'll come up to you, speak into your life, and you say, there's no way you would have known that. That's God. That's connecting. Listen, as we are living in these last days, it's the most exciting time to live in. It does not matter the bad things you see in the news. Listen, God's about to pour out his spirit 
on all flesh, and you and I will be the recipient of miracles. We will see things that we have never seen before. We will do things that we have never thought that we could possibly do. You won't have to muster it up. You won't have to make it happen. You just stay connected. And I want to give you an example. Remember in Acts, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven the sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. And look at verse 12. It says, and all were amazed and perplexed, saying to to each other, what does this mean? But others began mocking, saying, they are filled with new wine. When you look at that, you say, well, what's the deal? Why did they think that? Because they were full of joy. They were celebrating. They were worshiping. And the power of God fell. That is made possible by the new covenant that you and I are in right now with Jesus Christ. (laughs) But that new wine came when they were in that cluster so to speak. They were together. God said, don't go anywhere. I want all of y'all to go here and I will pour out my spirit. In this room tonight, I'm telling you, there are people that have been through things and you know who you are. And if you would take the time to go up to someone and build a relationship, a connection, because I built a connection I'm functioning in my destiny. There is no telling what God wants to do if you will connect with the person that God wants you to connect with. Some of you here need healing. And there are people here that the gift of healing flows through. You'll never know that if you come in and slip out. There are some people here with the gift of encouragement. And they, I'm telling you, when they talk to you, you, you don't matter what you're going through, you getting up and you could, like Pastor Todd says, Go bear hunting with a switch. You know what I'm talking about. You can get in that place where you are so energized by the power of God and you are so happy to be around the people. Listen, the church of Jesus Christ is the most powerful institution on the face of the earth. Nothing shall be impossible to them that believe and nothing shall be impossible when we come together. When we come together, we are united. We are powerful. And so through this time, get together, discuss the things of God. You know, there are so many experiences that sit in this church. There are years of knowledge. There are experiences that can literally change your situation right now. Right now. You, somebody has brought somebody through something and this person's going through it. And that's the power of the local body of believers. Some of the best counseling you will ever get will be on this pew. I'm telling you. You could be going through something for the sole purpose to be able to minister to somebody else. And once you connect the dots, that thing is over. (laughs) Listen, the world is hurting. There are people in the church that are hurting, and we have all we need amongst us to keep moving forward. The Bible says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. That means against you and I, not the building, us. 
I believe that when God's going to pour out his spirit, I'm telling you, church, I feel this with everything in me. When I think of a, a person that's sick, I'm like, God, you could start today. Today could be the day that this thing could change. And listen, the part about getting connected in groups, in friendships, when God's going to pour out his spirit, I believe in groups, you're going to see miracles. You know why? Because I don't think God's going to want to wait till Sunday or Wednesday to, to, to have something happen. He's going to want to say, no, at your house, at this Bible study, I'm going to do this. So when you connect, there's no telling what God will do. I'll give you one quick illustration and, and then we'll close up. In New Iberia, my mom works at this place. It's a, it's a great company. And my mom and dad, as you know, have been going through a life-threatening illness with my dad. And these women went to my mom and said, look, we've been watching you for years now and we need what you have. So they said, can we get a Bible study going? We just need to get around. And so we're sitting in this room. My mom says, hey, Kelly, can you come? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. First night, all of them decide to receive the Lord. I mean, it's, that's what I'm saying. There is nothing greater than watching somebody, the scales literally fall off of their eyes. And I'm looking at my dad, and he's just sitting there in the chair, still recovering from chemo. And he says, you know what? If this is happening to me so you could come to the Lord, then so be it. That's, uh, that's community. That's community. That's saying, man, it does not matter what happens to me. If I can pull up the guy or the lady on the side of me and we can keep moving forward. That, listen, we could change this entire city for the Lord by just connecting with each other. <laughs> listen. Destinies are shaped in community, in connection. And so I want to encourage you as we move on. We're going to go into the next part of the service. But I just want to read one more scripture to you. <laughs> Acts 2, 42 and 44. And in the title of my Bible, it says the believers form a community. Verse 42. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed miraculous signs and wonders. Listen, can I encourage you? This ain't business as usual. I want you to dig down and say, you know what? I'm, I know I'm in the position I'm in. I know I'm in the circumstance I'm in, but I'm grabbing the arm of the person next to me, and I know that though all hell is thrown against us, that we will come together, unite under one common purpose, and that is to be transformed into the image of the Son of God. Because as the world gets worse, we deserve to show them a church that is better and better. And we can be the light that we need to be and move this thing forward in the kingdom of God. Can we stand? Praise God. I just feel that so. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you for our time together. God, we just ask, Lord, as, Lord, we just open ourselves to you, open ourselves up to you, God, and we simply ask, Lord, that you would use us to connect, use us to minister. Lord, use us to build long-lasting friendships. And Father, we ask right now that you would bless our time 
that you would bless our fellowship. And God, I just pray, Lord God, that we would be ignited to come together, to come together as the army of the living God. And Father, that you would propel us into our destinies right now. In Jesus' name, I pray and ask, amen and amen. Praise God.